Welcome to the Catholic Messenger Conversations. I'm your host, Barbara Arlen Fye. Today's conversations focus on the NCYC, the National Catholic Youth Conference that was held uh, last month in Indianapolis. Our guests today all participated in NCYC. Bishop Thomas Zinkula, Michelle Montgomery, the Youth Minister for St. Thomas More Parish in Coralville, and Sam Atchison and Annalee Bartles, Regina High School students from St. Thomas More. Thanks for everybody for being here with us. Thank you. Thank you for inviting us. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and ask questions, and I'm thinking maybe the best way would be like to identify who you are when you answer the question, and you can all take a stab at it. How about that? I, my first okay. question is, why did you choose to participate in NCYC? Maybe we could start with a bishop. Oh. <laughs> I just go where they tell me to go and do what they tell me to do. So they put, it was on my calendar. Okay. No, um, I don't know. I like being around young people. And um, and there's a lot of young people there from the diocese, like, what, 600 or so? And, and, yeah. and a couple hundred adults, chaperones. And it just, you know, like most of the, I've, I've already uh, confirmed probably a, a majority of them, or I oh, will yeah. confirm the rest. So it's... A short period of time with them with that but just to kind of have more time to be present to them and get to know them and, and you know support them and whatever it's I, it's 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 fun for me to be with with them awesome sam what about you what why did you choose to participate in ncyc yeah so over the summer i went to notre dame vision and are you kind of encouraged me after confirmation to do this and I just trusted her and said, sure, I'll do it. And she really helped me to kind of find what was good and um, awesome in our parish and our youth group. And so she just said, I should go to NCYC. And I was like, cool. So it was just great to have her to courage. All right. How how about you, Annalie? Um, I participated in it two years ago, and it was just amazing. I love the energy of it where there's like 20,000 people who are all Catholic and just love being there just like you do. And uh, it was just really fun. I got to like know more about my faith and like why I'm here. Awesome. Hey, Michelle, you've been lots of times, haven't you, to NCYC? Yes, I have. So was this one more special than any of the others or not? Well, you know, I do think this one was more special than all the others. I, I really do. I think that um, for the most part, I could tell that all of the um, youth were energized with their faith, felt, felt, felt safe in their skin, and were able to share their love of Jesus openly. And um, it was just beautiful to see kind of like the onion kind of peeling off. <laughs> and um, youth that I did not realize that would, you know, be impacted right away were. So I think it was the way in which they um, presented this NCYC in general. Oh, that's really cool. Um, how would you describe NCYC? A- any one of you, um, uh, Michelle, maybe you could describe NCYC. How, um, I would describe um, NCYC as a powerful tool to energize youth um, to be able to feel um, empowered Um, that they can conquer just about anything if they believe in themselves and have faith in God. 
And I think um, having witnessing youth even doing ambassadoring and um, animators or whatever empowers them. I can do this too. I can do witness talks. I can give um, my, give myself and my faith freely and easily. Um, yeah. Awesome. How about Annalie? What about you? What, what, uh, how would you describe it? What was that experience like for you? Um, it was just a really high energy, just loving God, like finally seeing him and like realizing that other people uh, can see him too. And everyone was just really happy and just wanted to know more about their faith. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just a really good experience to bring everyone together. Great. And Sam, how, what, how would you describe NCYC? Was, it, was this your first time again? It was, yes. This is my first time. And what I thought was so cool is that a lot of times believing God or faith or going to church isn't cool. You know, especially in high school, it's not everyone does it. It's awkward. But coming to NCYC where there's 22,000 people who all have something in common and all care about their faith really makes it easier to open up, to share, to not be afraid to, you know, really profess your faith. Mm-hmm. And just having everyone having something in common really kind of kick things off well to start this great NCYC. Awesome. Hey, Bishop, this was your second NCYC, right? Yes. And what, um, how would you describe that compared to the first experience? No, it was good. I mean, it was, I, f- I knew more what to expect and everything. And, um, I mean, in terms of... Um, you know, kind of partly why I participate in NCYC and and uh, and um, how I would describe it as well. There's, you know, I mean, uh, sometimes it just takes it takes one thing for, to be a turning point for yeah. somebody in their life, whether it's a youth or adult. So it might be Notre Dame vision, or it might be service work. I know Michelle and 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 her husband David mm-hmm. takes some young people to Kentucky every um, summer for for that yeah. sort of a thing. So whatever for some. Or, or a retreat or whatever, but you know, NCYC is that turning point for a lot of kids. I mean, that's and if that can get them on track um, and, 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 and with the right regard to their faith, that's a huge thing. You know, it's not the be all and end all. They need to, you know, do something with this and keep going with it. But if it can be a transformative experience, mm-hmm. boy, that's a big thing because. A lot of kids drift away, or, and yeah. not just kids, adults, because they haven't had that. They haven't been open to that. And, and so that's, that's a significant thing. Awesome. Um, you know, I want to skip to another question. I'm wondering, what prayer experiences at NCYC did you appreciate most? And I, I want to start with Annalie. Um, for sure, it was adoration for me. We did this on Friday night. And it was just, like, so eye-opening and amazing. Um, We went in there, and I wasn't really expecting that much. Like, I've been there. I've done adoration, like, a couple times before. And right when I started, I just immediately, like, began to cry. And I finally, like, realized, like, that God was working in my life and how amazing and blessed I was. And that to have God, like, help me and... It just really opened my eyes and my heart to God. Wow. Do you think you'll try adoration again sometime, like in your home parish? or? Oh, yeah, for sure. That's great. Sam, what about you? What was your um, most, uh, how, what prayer experience did you appreciate the most? Yeah, so mine was adoration, first off on Friday night, 
And I thought NCYC did a great job of really preparing for it. We had about an hour before we back for adoration that really went through what it meant, what it signifies. We did a couple songs that really got everyone on the mood of that, you know, that calmness and stillness, which really helped with that. And about two-thirds through adoration, uh, while we're in Lucas Oil, a bunch of youth started coming down closer out of the bleachers, coming closer to the actual main stage where the Eucharist was held. And when some people were just coming down together and it really, and it wasn't forced or anything. It's not something you can encourage people to do. It just kind of happened. And that was really, really cool because that was youth expressing their faith on their own. And you could tell that that was a very powerful moment for a lot of people. As well for me, Saturday at we, the Mass after communion was very cool as well because we had a very long communion. Uh, obviously, we 23,000 people. And so we had a lot of time to reflect and make great music. And it, it, you kind of just pulled it all together from the whole weekend on that last night, just realizing how blessed you were and how awesome this whole experience was. Oh, that's wonderful. Michelle, what about you? Um, you've had lots of prayer experiences over the years, <laughs> right? Uh, well, <laughs> we all yes. have. Um, this year for adoration, unfortunately, I had a young man that um, got sick. So I had to take him back to the hotel. So I missed that beautiful experience that everyone else got to witness. However, in the youth ministry meeting that we had yesterday, um, a lot of the people were talking about just what Sam was speaking about, youth coming forward up to the Blessed Sacrament. And that was done without anyone prompting them. They did that on their own. That was not um, someone instructing kids to come up. It was all an impulse that drew them forward. Um, Definitely the Holy Spirit. Um, So I wish I would have been able to um, witness that. However, I then on my own the next day went to reconciliation, and then I went over to the adoration, which is right next door. And it was just as breathtaking. Um, sure, it didn't have all the youth, you know, participating, but still, the presence of Jesus is there. Yeah. And um, you can't get any better than that. Awesome. But the Mass itself, I would say to me, was definitely the highlight of everything. Seeing all of these priests and bishops and deacons all coming forward and processing in, and then the actual... Um, service itself and the music. Um, the music was so impactful to the point that it was drawing kids in just crying. Um, and it's because of the type of music that they used, I think, not only the presence of Jesus obviously being present with the Eucharist, but I think it opened up the kids in a different way because it was music that was repeating over and over and over again, you know, saying the name of Jesus over and over and over again. That opens up something within yourself that you normally don't experience in a mass. And I mean, everybody was crying at one point. So yeah, you know, you definitely could tell that the spirit was touching them. Wow. Hey, Bishop, what about you? Prayer experience? Right. So for me, um, I mean, Sam was kind of saying this, but um, I mean, the whole weekend is sort of, 
you're peaking it with the mass. You're getting ready with reconciliation with adoration, and so that because I mean the, the Eucharist is the source and summit, and adoration flows from that. You know, from from um, the Eucharist. But so uh, so that was a highlight for me. I didn't experience adoration because I was hearing confessions up in the upper levels. There's like a zillion priests and 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 a few bishops hearing confessions and. Um, that was that was a highlight as well as always is hearing um, most priests would tell you that's one of the most meaningful things the humble privilege to um, you know to be a confessor and 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 um, facilitate the God's love and mercy to that sacrament and so um, so that was that's always really powerful it was I was hearing confessions there but then also over at the um, the what's that uh, the audit. What's that room called? Or that conference center? Right conference center, right? Center. Mm-hmm. Over there, I was. I was had some free time. I was gonna just um, pray in that chapel, and I just started. And they're like, "There's all these people cutting. To, wanted to go to confession, and so they're looking for priests. And they're like, okay, you know. So I um, went over in her confessions for a couple of hours. So that was um, really significant. I was hard to kind of. You know, during adoration, the music was so loud sometimes I could hardly hear the person, you know, oh. talking to me. So it's like, that's the one thing with adoration I wish they would have. I've, I've heard in the past, um, you know, people talk, I've gone to NCYC in there, and there was like silence for a chunk of time during adoration, like this, all these people dead silent. I wish they would have a little bit of that. Yeah. I mean, there's. I think that's part of the, the attract to the Blessed Sacrament, yeah. right? These busy lives and loud lives, and just to. But it was. And the music is great, and uh, but uh, my, that would be my critique. Just a little bit, even like for five or ten minutes, that would yeah. have been. That's powerful in a huge way. But, yeah. And also, it could help me. I could hear confessions better, whatever. But you know, I'm I'm, I'm intrigued by the whole confession thing. I mean, is it? I mean, are the kids? I mean, I'm thinking it'd be a little intimidating to confess to a bishop, but or. I mean, it's so intimidating know. anyway, but, but were kids really open to oh, that? Oh, there's a lot. There's, there's tons and tons and tons and tons of people going to confession. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Especially as, the t- as people got into it and their hearts are opened and oh, okay. and there were opportunities as the, as the time went on. There's okay. just a lot. That okay. time that M- Michelle was talking about that afternoon, what's that, Friday af- or Saturday afternoon? Mm-hmm. Um, Boy, there was this huge line. There's, there were just dozens and dozens of priests and bishops scattered around, and that line is just moving really quickly, actually, because there's so many priests and stuff. But, um, and they just kept coming and coming. It was really something. Um, I'm, I'm wondering. I don't know how much time we have, but I, I did want to find out what workshops or other activities that you attended. Um, you know, what kind of lessons did you take away from any of that? I don't know. Um, Anna Lee, was there anything that really stood out for you of like workshops that that really you know stuck with you that you'll use in your life now? Um, I didn't go to as many workshops as I wish I did. But the ones I went to were super impactful. I went to one that was kind of about, like, seeing God in your day-to-day life, which was really good. And there was another couple that was, like, hilarious and talking about, like, the relationship and how they needed God in it to, like, make it work and that sort of thing. And I went to this band of yeah, and that <laughs> were rappers, and one of them lost their leg in a fight. And that was really cool. And... Yeah, that was fun. Oh, wow. And Sam, how about you? Was there any particular workshop 
um, that really resonated with you? Yeah, so I went to two workshops. The first one I went to was uh, Balancing Sports and Faith, which was really good, especially with me being an athlete and that takes up a lot of time. It was good on how I can, you know, balance those things and keep my priorities straight with faith being number one. And then the second workshop, which I was my favorite one, was called, it was like leading leadership outside just youth group, just outside those Sunday nights. And it talked about not just going to Mass on Sunday and attending youth group and sitting there and listening, but really living out your faith and doing what the Gospels call you to do with all your interactions with people and everything you say and do that will reflect your faith in God. So I really like that one. And do you think you're going to use that um, now at St. Thomas More? What do you? How do you plan to incorporate that? Yeah, well, being Regina, being a Catholic school, has a lot of great opportunities. And then with St. Thomas More, the youth group having so many opportunities. Uh, one way I will use this, well, I'm going to be helping with uh, confirmation this year. With confirmation coming up for the special law, I was uh, confirmed last year, I'll be helping lead small groups and give talks at the confirmation this year. Awesome. Um, I don't know, Bishop and, and Michelle, did you guys have opportunities to go to workshops or not, or was that pretty much for the students? No, there's ones for adults as well. I went to a couple. One was with um, Michelle's husband, Deacon David, was at that this one, to just kind of how to do religious education and um, youth ministry in a new way, because how we're doing it doesn't, it's not working very well. Yeah. So there's this, this, this um, a couple of um, staff people from a, a a parish some somewhere that was they'd been they're real innovative and creative and so that was that was inter- that was good they shared their experience and um and then i went to one on christus vivit the that document oh, yeah. that following up the youth synod and uh, the guy from the u.s uh, united states Ca- conference of catholic bishops for you know deals with that um uh, department he um kind of broke that open for us that was that was good as well so what tip did you get for youth ministry that you can tell us about um well it's interesting they they don't have they don't use textbooks oh they have maybe the cate- catechism i think bible and then there's somebody on staff that kind of creates their curriculum uh-huh. using all these different sources resources um it's, it's a very novel approach wow um Michelle, how about you? Did you get to go to a workshop? Well, I tell you, um, I had a group um, this year also that were um, ambassadors. And these are youth that help um, um, introduce the um, keynoter or the speaker. Uh Um, They do welcoming and um, prayer um, over the um, um, speaker. And so I went, I was doing balancing faith and sports that, um, Sam just got done talking about preparing the youth to be able to do that one and then serving in the military as a Catholic. Um, that was the next one that they were um, asked to do. Um, and, you know, those are the types of things that help encourage youth um, to empower them to be able to serve openly. And it gives them a sense of um, accomplishment. And I think it's a good thing that we try to have our youth do these kind of service things um, and kind of stretch them a little bit. And, um, yeah, so I that was basically my um, experiences with the, um, the uh, sessions, yeah. Okay. Hey, just quickly, I wanted to ask you guys, what, what did you do with your downtime? Was there any downtime, and, and what did you do? Um, how about you, Sam? 
Yeah, so I didn't really have much downtime, you know, with the workshops. They structure it very well. We go to dinner in the evenings and come back to Lucas Oil Stadium for our kind of our wrap-up. But what I did do is I kind of explored around. So once we were released, we would go to the convention center, which has a bunch of fun things along with the rooms for the speakers and the musicians and things. They also had this huge area where they pretty much advertised. And they'd be priests and bishops and nuns and deacons who would advertise where they're from and what they do. For example, you know, the St. Francis nuns of Mary, you know, they'd have candy and flyers to be showing what they do. They would have, um, as well, you could buy things. They had multiple Catholic shops that were selling necklaces and bracelets and stuff. So just exploring throughout there. They also had fun games to play. Exploring throughout there was what I did during my downtime. Awesome. Anna Lee, what about you? Did you have any downtime and what did you do? Um, during my downtime, I mostly walked around, walked around, walked around, walked around the convention center and just talked to new people. Like, I like meeting people. I met some people from, like, New York and Mississippi and California and, like, a bunch of different places. And I had this big bucket hat, and I would trade tins with people and put them on the hat. And it was just a cool way to meet new people and connect with the own people in my church more. Awesome. Michelle, it doesn't sound like you had any downtime, did you? <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, I did. I mean, I, w- I went to the thematic village where what Sam was talking about um, and just walked through the uh, booth to see if I could come up with some new ideas, some new inspiration, anything that would attract youth more to grow deeper into their faith. And amazing enough, um, as I'm walking, I'm seeing our, our youth at St. Thomas More also looking at different booths. And so, therefore, I kind of just kind of <laughs> slid in, <laughs> as you could say, so I could just kind of see where their interests were really focusing. Uh-huh. And they're really wanting to do even more service work than what we're already doing, uh-huh. which I think we do quite a bit as it is. But uh-huh. they're hungry for more. So um, I'm going to make sure that that is something that we add next year, Um, because what I do at the end of the school year is I invite my upperclassmen um, to share with me, what are you wanting? Yeah. I mean, I can plan everything in the sun, but if it's not something that they're hungry for, then it's a waste of time and and energy. So I basically ask them, what do you want? So that's why this year we're doing more different prayer forms that they've ever experienced before because they are hungry to have that stronger relationship with Jesus in a way that they can connect within the heart. So, um, yeah, that's what I did in my downtime. I'll just ask Bishop real quickly, and then I'll do a wrapper-up question. But, But Bishop, did you have any downtime? Not really. Um, <laughs> Did you sleep? <laughs> well, I, yeah, I tried to get a little bit of sleep. That was my downtime. But um, no, I would say a couple of things. First of all, uh, you know, with regard to Michelle and the the um, Thomas More group, th- th- with some of their downtime at the end, they come back to the hotel and yeah. people are kind of eating pizza and doing whatever and then going to bed eventually, but uh, or maybe not eventually, but um, they would kind of get together get them together and, and unpack the day I don't yeah. know what you guys did in there exactly I should have come in and crashed your party but that was that was that was that was I, I, that's a good thing yeah. you know, I, you, know you talk about things thing. maybe you prayed together I don't know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the last thing I'll say about this is 
so yeah, there was all this stuff they were selling, and 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 there's this some Chris Priest um, from from Davenport. Um, bought a t-shirt for me she's like you have to have this t-shirt and she knows i'm too cheap to to you know to buy it but and so it was a picture of the last supper maybe you guys saw this last supper and then above it it said um sup y'all <laughs> it was really good yeah really great oh man it was a cute one that's awesome okay i know i know we're getting a little uh probably behind schedule but i was just wondering um how do you plan to carry the spirit of ncyc forward in your daily life i want to start with annalee um i'm already starting to pray more often than i normally do and i'm just more positive i think than i was before and just seeing the light of jesus and like other people that i didn't normally see before like seeing the good characteristics of other people around me and just trying to do my best to be holy like okay how about sam how about you what what are you how do you plan to carry the spirit of ncyc forward in your life so one of the great ways that i would do this is by sharing my experiences and encouraging other friends or other people that didn't go or all these people don't go to mass to encourage them that their faith is fun and series you'll have to know God personally to do this stuff, but just to make some friends and learn a couple of things and something special will probably happen, uh, as well as definitely NCYC help you learn more about how to pray and different ways to pray. And then also the pride and all good reflections and writings and things to look back on to really help you with your day. And then the last thing I had was all with Annalie. It was just makes you more positive. And just that whole experience just makes you have a better outlook on life and you just smile more and are happier and it just brightens up your whole day and your whole life it seems like awesome and do you think you're going to use what did you think of adoration is that something you're going to try and do a little more of or is are different 100%. forms of prayer what yep. about adoration is that something you're interested in as far as a form of prayer or do you have other forms of prayer you you that you turn to no i like adoration a lot um, I'll do that as long as I like to do it as well. So a mix of those two things, definitely. Okay. Okay. Uh, Michelle, what about you? Um, how do you how do you carry the spirit of NCYC forward? Well, seeing the energy that the youth have, I mean, that's what um, brings life into my life, and seeing how they're using um, what they have learned. Um, one thing this year, um, which I didn't really realized that they were going to use scripture so much in um, the beginning of the talks for NCYC, because this is really the first time they really brought it front and center. But one of the um, youth in our discussion last summer said to me, you know, we really don't do a whole lot with scripture. And I went, hmm, interesting. You don't think we do a lot on scripture. So what I did was for their gift this year, I found a company that is um, Sunday, um, what is it called, um, Sunday um, Journal. And what it is is a journal that it says, I have summoned you by name, you are mine. And each page has a scripture on it, but then it says their name. So the whole deal was is that, you know, every night when they come home from school, before they go to bed, they open up that journal and they read what that scripture says to them. 
and then they journal about their day. And so I'm hoping that, because it's helped me, you know, keep my focus. I mean, not that I don't every day, but it's nice to kind of be able to write it down and really um, let the scripture really come alive within you before you go to bed. I mean, it's perfect. That's awesome. It was awesome that it just kind of tied in there. All right. Bishop, how do you plan to carry the spirit of NCY? Well, I was, I mean, I just, one more thing, I kind of, you know, um, becomes part of me and my life, and and, um, this is about the youth and not so much about me. But I was going to say in terms of, um, we talked a lot about adoration, 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 that was a big thing, but but they, they also... That was sort of the second day, the f- second thing. The first, they hit the Word of God really hard at the beginning, oh, yeah. and they did Lexio Divina. They kind of did oh, a yeah. kind of abbreviated form of that as a large group. It's interesting how they were able to pull that off. It kind of kind of worked. And then Liturgy of the Hours, you prayed a, a, a kind of a form of yes. that. So there was there was more. It was the Word was there, definitely very present as well. Especially early on, they kind of did kind of Liturgy of the Word, and then they kind of then the Liturgy of the Eucharist, you know, with Mass and adoration. So they kind of they had, did did a nice. Job job of pulling all together i thought but one thing um i was we should say is that uh um you know early on they introduced all the bishops and anna lee was the one who um introduced me so that was that was really fun (laughs) was that nerve-wracking anna lee or not I thought it would be when I first got on stage. I forgot my name, but it, it came to me, and then I, and then I, it was, then I was fine. <laughs> she did a great job. Oh, that's awesome! Thank you. You need to tell them what you said. <sighs> okay. Uh, I said hi. My name is Annalie, and this is my bishop, Bishop Zinkula. His name is last in the alphabet, but first in our hearts. Oh, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, I bet Bishop cool. loved that. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> that's great. Well, it's really been um, um, awesome having this conversation with you. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Yeah, thank, thank you. you very thank much you. for inviting okay. us. Okay, stay tuned for next time. <laughs>